This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. This is Anna Maria. And this is Christina. And you're listening to Wannabe Fans, a podcast for wannabe fans of St. Louis City SC. Today we have a first in our podcast, which is that we have a guest on our show. Hi, my name is Jess. And so Jess just recently went to the City 2 and Bayer Leverkusen match. Yeah. And that was your first soccer match? First ever soccer match at any level. At any level. So you never saw... I've never even seen a kid's soccer game. You never even participated in a kid's soccer game? No. That's awesome. I, I grew up... So I grew up in a real small town in Southern Illinois, like an hour from here. But, like, soccer wasn't a thing. Like, we didn't have soccer. We had, you know, baseball and football and basketball and all that, but no like, soccer. I, literally no soccer. We didn't have soccer in my hometown either. Um, I want to ask what town you're from, but you don't have to say it on the podcast. But I also grew up in Southern Illinois. Okay. We we'll did talk not later. have, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> we'll wasn't a thing down there. <laughs> but we didn't have soccer either, so that's yeah. why it was, uh, you know, coming here. Well, even whenever I lived overseas, there was soccer, but I didn't really have a huge interest in it just Mm -hmm. because I didn't grow up with soccer. Yeah. Like I remember in like seventh grade, we had a kid who had lived in St. Louis, moved to my hometown and was in my grade and was like so bummed out that we didn't have soccer. Mm. And that was the first time I ever realized like, oh, that's the thing that people have other places that they just like do in middle school. So I never played it, but I remember my younger sister did like the youth soccer when she was mm-hmm. like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the first time I ever like realized mm-hmm. that was a thing, although I didn't care at all because I was like six and didn't care. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cause that's my bratty younger sister. Sure. But <laughs> all I remember is like the ball would get kicked and the whole horde of kids would follow the ball in a big <laughs> swarm. And the goalkeeper would probably just be picking dandelions or something in the yeah. goal, waiting for the ball to come. Like that's that's like <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whenever I taught, when I taught in Beijing, there was a huge soccer field, like that you would have to walk across just to get back to your like the teacher and dormitories, and all the kids in between periods would go out and play soccer. Like they had oh, wow. multiple, like they didn't use the whole field. They were just playing like around the net, which whatever. But then <laughs> the the whole idea was like, as you're walking to your dormitory or whatever, you're just trying not to get like hit in the face with the soccer <laughs> ball. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, see, that sounds like basketball where I grew up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like basketball would happen anywhere. American football where I yeah. grew up was like life. For everyone yeah. so um yeah that was a foreign concept to me until i moved back to 
St. Louis. And then it was like, oh, soccer. So what would be your background in sports? What sports do you follow? And like, to what level do you follow them? Yeah. Uh, when did you start getting interested in them? All that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I actually realized this earlier today, but I am a third generation Cardinals fan. <laughs> my my grandma, my grandma Bobby, shout out to grandma Bobby, who doesn't even have the internet, but uh, she grew up in like middle of nowhere, Kentucky that happened to get KMOX, listen to the Cardinals games on the radio. And so she is still a fan. She still watches. Every time we talk, she asks if I've heard the news about the Cardinals. So that's actually through the Cardinals on Reddit is how I met Matt. So and who is Matt? Just so that uh, Matt is my husband, who is how I know Anna Maria. Yeah, that's correct. You guys were friends in college, right? Yeah, we were friends yeah. in college, and we also oh. went to middle school together. Oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So through uh, my now husband, I met the Cardinals, and my dad always watched hockey, so I've at least grew up around the Blues. Um, it didn't take, it took me until maybe 10 years ago when I actually got to see a blues game in person to be like, Oh my God, this sport's great. Yeah. <laughs> so then I started getting into the blues as well. Did you also have to experience the heartbreak of growing up around the St. Louis Rams, the football team? Kind of. <laughs> my dad would have the games on occasionally, but he was more of a NASCAR guy on Sundays. Oh, okay. So I don't right. know how much they those, I don't know how much those, uh, you know, seasons overlap, mm -hmm. but it was definitely more likely that we had NASCAR on than football. Okay. Um, but I do remember, uh, whenever the Rams were in the Super Bowl, we had the game on obviously. Mm -hmm. And my mom and I were asking questions about football and he got mad at us because we kept interrupting the game, which is fair. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably understand that now with, you know, exactly, exactly. Of, of the blues and of the right. Cardinals. Yeah. Like whenever you're in like the biggest game of your entire season, it's not fun to be asking to be having to answer, you know, super basic questions. Like that's, I get it. That's fair. Yeah. No, yeah. that's okay. It's like the time that I watched star Wars with a friend and I had to explain the entire movie to her. And it was mm -hmm. like, oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. The first time I watched the first three, by which I mean four, five, and six, mm -hmm. I slept through most of it because I was so bored. The newer one, mm -hmm. but my friend hadn't seen any of them. And we were oh, the that's a bad theater. place to start. <laughs> she was like, who is the, is the guy with the dark, like the black helmet? Mm -hmm. Is that, is that Darth Vader? I'm like, yes. That is Darth Vader. Well, one of them is, depending <laughs> on which movie you're in. Wow. <laughs> he, was, he was there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it, I, I can understand that. It's rough. I, yeah. But that's how my dad and I bonded was through yeah. the St. Louis Rams. But mm -hmm. then. I did get to go to one Rams him. game. Oh, you got to actually go. I got to go to one preseason game, at least. Nice. Against the Tennessee Titans, and we were very badly beaten. <laughs> but I got to go to a game when it was still the yeah. Edward Jones Dome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that's cool though. Yeah. So yeah. So going but, back. I mean, still fuck fuck Cronky, but still fuck Cronky. That's <laughs> what I was hoping to circle to. Like, I have no problem with that. Thank you for yeah, thank that. You. For thank you. Yeah, thank he you. He screwed over all of St. Louis, not just the Rams fans. So exactly. I'm done with it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have, when I moved here, I had never seen a town that hated someone so much and who had just like become fans of something mm -hmm. to then just like nobody cheered for them. Cause like you go around the city, you don't see, you don't see LA Rams stuff no. anywhere no. at all. Everyone abandoned ship as mm -hmm. soon as Kronky moved them out. Like, yeah. all right, I guess we're going to be Chiefs fans now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see that all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, what did you enjoy the most about your first soccer match? Like, tell us like kind of what your first impression was because it was your first time going. Yeah, so it, first of all, the stadium's pretty cool. Is it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I've, I've been to, you know, a couple different, um, you know, Major League Baseball stadiums, baseball at different levels, a couple different sort of hockey arenas, that kind of thing. But just like walking up to it, it's like, oh, this, like, it's not very tall. Doesn't look very impressive, but you walk in, I'm like, oh my God, this place is amazing. <laughs> Because it's like what, like half subterranean or something? They like dug into the ground to build the seating. So it doesn't stick up as high above the like surface of the yeah. earth as it looks like it should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like you're peering over the field, yeah. which is really cool. Aww. It's almost like the field is below you in a way that you're like look watching the game from above. Yeah, it's very I, cool. I don't know. There's probably a better way to explain it, but that's yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah I haven't been there cool. yet. So I, I yeah, I keep forgetting I that. So I know. Know. I know. Come on. Tell us the thing. <laughs> yeah. You you were also there though for the I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where were where were you sitting? Um or were you So we had we um did not get tickets in like the fan section. Yeah. Uh or the supporter section, whatever I forget what they call it because I don't know that much about software. Oh, it's but nice. um we were sitting along like if you're in the supporter section, like facing the field, we were off to your left. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we were pretty close to the supporter yeah. section, but like in the like last sections. Yeah. Did you feel like, like, what did you think about, because in, in most sports, there's not really like a specifics. I mean, yes and no, but there's not really a specific section designated just for like a group of people who are going to yeah. do chance and whatnot. I, like, what was that like for you? Did that seem like, I don't know, just, I'm not even going to conjure yeah. a thought for you. Just yeah, like, no, that's a great question. It was definitely very different. Because like I said, I'm most familiar with baseball and hockey and like, yeah, we'll have, you know, they'll play a song and like, oh, there's a cheer go along with it or something. But like, this is like so other level. It was so cool to see. <laughs> yeah. It was just, and like so many of them, so many of the like the chants and everything that they do are like songs that I know. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, they're changing the words. I don't know the new words yet, but I'll learn them. Yeah. Eventually. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, I think how we sort of started talking about this a little bit because I was like, I don't know how to cheer for soccer yet, but I'm gonna try to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is how we started talking about it. Yeah. There's okay. the website um too that you can go to where they have all the chance. Mm. And that way when you're there on your phone, you can actually oh. read the words. Like read along until you feel comfortable or familiar with the the chant. But like so I'll have to do that next time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was what kind of hooked me on it when I mm -hmm. went to my first game in August mm -hmm. was just, I think I was in the supporter section. I did confirm oh, cool. that. And it was just, it was so much livelier than mm -hmm. any other 
sporting match that I'd been to. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's what made it fun for me. Well, and I always thought, like, whenever I first, when I went to the um, STLFC matches, mm -hmm. when I first started going, because I was new, mm -hmm. and Jeff, my fiancé, like, we, uh, he, he brought me along, and I had never been, like, a part of a supporters group or, mm -hmm. like, chanted at a, you know, at a match or whatever, and I felt like I was going to be super awkward, and he, he's very, like, I don't know. He's just, what's the word? Like brave? <laughs> Gung ho. <laughs> Gung ho. Like, he just doesn't feel that like social mm. awkwardness that I feel. What's that like? I know. <laughs> he's so lucky. But um, he was like, you have to chant. Like you can't just stand there. You have to chant. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so awkward. And then you get there and everyone is so loud and there's mm -hmm. just chaos. And it's like, this isn't bad. I can do this. Like, yeah. Like, it's not awkward. I'm just another part of the chaos. Everybody else <laughs> is doing it. So I think that, yeah, I, I think that part is really cool and it really adds to like the love of the sport. Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah, no, it was very cool to see for sure. So what do you, what do you, how did you find the overall experience then other than the match? Cause you talked a little bit about like, mm -hmm the the venue you talked a little bit about like the supporter section mm -hmm. um what other sorts of atmospheric things did you like about it not like about it how was parking because we've heard that, that we've <laughs> yeah. heard that that's been terrible um <laughs> they're sorting it out but because that's apparently everyone's biggest question <laughs> yeah like just 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 yep. let us know any other thoughts that you might have well we can start with parking because it was definitely interesting <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the best part about it though, is that I don't remember if it was me or Matt, but one of us thought about that beforehand. Cause we were like, wait, where are we supposed to park for this thing? Right. And so he got on like the, uh, St. Louis city app that they have and they yeah. had like different, like suggested parking lots. So we like got like prepaid parking in like the big parking garage, like attached or that's right by a uh, Chaffetz arena. And then we just got on one of the um, like shuttles to yeah. the stadium. They oh. have shuttles, and yeah, like unlike a lot of stadiums that I visited, like this, we don't have a parking lot designated yeah. for city um, mm -hmm. parking. Like if you go to Louisville, screw Louisville, <laughs> go to Louisville, they have one. Uh, Casey, they have one. Like there's parking lots, mm -hmm. but here you're parking downtown and yeah which is terrible very, for parking anyway <laughs> yeah just very confusing and so i get why people are probably like freaking out i mean yeah we're just gonna take the metro but that's because it's close to where we live so we can yeah. just easily get there but for a lot of people that's going to be it's going to be a really touchy topic for a minute yeah and i feel like because I mean, like we said, that this was the very first match there. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like next time we're going to know even better where we're going to park. And then the time after that, it'll be better. Because, like, yeah. we also, I feel like they'll get better at um, communicating, communicating, especially, like, the shuttle schedule. Because mm -hmm. as we were leaving, we were like, wait, where were we supposed to get the shuttle? Like, I don't think they told us. Right, <laughs> right. Because so we honestly just walked back to the parking garage. <laughs> Oh, it was cold too. Yeah, it was it real was cold. Freezing. It was real cold. Yeah. Did you go to any of the pre-match events? Like, no, I, I had to work that day, and mm -hmm. I I already 
I, I was able to leave work a little bit early, which was nice, but um, yeah. no, we just got there maybe like an hour before it started. Okay. So didn't get to, didn't get to do any of the pregame stuff. However, I did um, get to get some food at uh, Steve's Hot Dogs. Oh, cool. And Steve was right there. I didn't bother him. He was very busy handing out food to people. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's Steve Ewing. Hi, Steve Ewing. <laughs> This is pretty cool. Local celebrity. I Local know. celebrity Steve Ewing. Did you, order the, <laughs> did you order on the app or did you just go up and get your food? No, we just ordered. Um, I looked into ordering on the app, but it was, I mean, the lines weren't that long whenever we were there. So they just have like big, like touch screen kiosks that we went and ordered. And nice. it's it pretty fast. I mean, for their, you know, first day being open, they were on it. Oh my gosh, the stadium awesome. smelled so good. It was really good. Because there was just food <laughs> everywhere and it was all it did smell very good. Really yeah. good food. Mm -hmm. so, wow. Yeah. I just want to yeah. go. <laughs> it, was just, it was just fun to like yeah. walk around and like look at all of the different. I mean, like I said, Steve's hot dogs, so many other just like St. Louis institutions have like booths or carts or whatever there. And it's like, oh, there's that restaurant that I've heard of. Oh, there's this other one. And like you said, it just smelled great. Yeah. It's yeah. cool to just walk around and honestly, just to see the new stadium. Like it's, it's really, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. It was just really cool to see. And like, I'm just really excited to hopefully get to go to a game again, you know, yeah. the next year or so. Okay. And then of course we've talked about everything except for this. What did you think about actual soccer? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was really interesting because I think I didn't realize going it was like I've you know probably watched a handful of soccer games like on TV, but like being there in person was the first time I realized, oh, they don't stop the clock right. ever. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes for the whole like first half or yeah, whatever half you're in. But so that I think made it a little bit more engaging for me because they're constantly moving. Yeah. Like something like, I don't know. I, I think one of the big reasons I never really got into football is there's so much downtime between mm -hmm. the plays and like my ADHD doesn't let me put focus on that because then it gets distracted. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like hockey, but it doesn't stop. And it's a little bit slower because they're not on ice. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. And I also think that the ball is a little more visible than a hockey puck because that's what my main a little bit, a little bit. That's why my main complaints about watching hockey, especially mm -hmm. on TV. Yeah, is sometimes it's so hard to follow the puck. Yeah, like I it feel is. like that's easier when you're actually at a hockey game mm -hmm. in some ways. Even yeah, even if you're is. in like nosebleed seats, mm -hmm. but like at least with soccer, I always know where the ball is unless they're doing something tricky, so I don't know where the ball is. Yeah. Like it's it's not like you lose it because it's smaller, right? Right. Yeah, I think one of the yeah. one of the things that made it the easiest for me to sort of follow soccer by going there is what was it a couple years ago? I was talking about hockey with my dad, and he said something to me along the lines of like, "Well, you can't try to follow the puck; you have to follow the players." Yeah, mm. and like if you can like sort of start to see where the players are going, you can start to sort of start to understand like the plays that they're trying to set up. Um, like that just helped it click for me. And so I think that helped a lot with sort of being able to watch soccer and follow it, even if, I mean, yeah, the ball's obviously a little bit easier to see. It's quite, quite a bit bigger, 
but yeah, I think that's really helped me just sort of understand sort of big playing field sports in general a little bit better. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it that mm -hmm. way before, but you know. Yeah, it was kind of, I mean, him saying that was kind of game changing for me. So <laughs> I was like, oh, now I can like sort of start to see what they're doing out here on the ice and helps with other things too. So what things about soccer do you still have questions about? Just if someone can explain to me, like I'm five, what offsides is. <laughs> please, please just help me understand it. I know it shouldn't be as hard to understand as it probably is for me, but for some reason there's so many components that I'm just like, I just play FIFA. I forgot. Just yeah. <laughs> just play FIFA. <laughs> okay, so honestly the the being able to like understand soccer the most while we were actually at the game was easiest because Matt has played so much FIFA. <laughs> That's so funny. Because he was able so to explain funny. a lot of the things that I had questions about, like in the moment. Yeah. But then with offsides, I'm still like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like the most of the time uh, with soccer, with hockey, I have it. Yeah. But with soccer, Honestly, it took it's been a long time with hockey too. <laughs> well, I've had it explained to me like, a million times mm. because I watch it with people who will call offsides or you know mm. whatever be like we're not offsides and mm. so I get the explanation a lot and I understand the blue line and all that but like with soccer it's like sometimes I can't like I have to basically know every player their position and mm -hmm. like see it all happening like at one time and not like let my mind you know look at something else i have to be completely focused <laughs> mm -hmm. because it seems like a lot of things have to happen for it to be offsides and i don't always see it especially at the angle that i'm usually at mm -hmm. like you also have to be at a certain angle i feel like to see it yeah. and um that throws a lot of people off is where you're sitting and your angle because uh oftentimes it can look like it's not offsides because you're you know on yeah. one part of the field and note that we have not defined offsides because i know i'm not comfortable defining <laughs> it i think sometimes i can kind of sort of see it and i would mm -hmm. understand it when it's in front of me but i don't know how to define it um and we can't we can't well because you asked us to explain or you asked for somebody to explain it to you like you're five i can't, can't do that, do that. Yeah. <laughs> i don't have i don't have it down because yeah. right. the way you know if you know something yeah like you can explain it exactly like you're explaining it to a five-year-old yeah and so i do not feel that way yeah because i feel like i would be it would be too i would have it way too simplified and mm -hmm. it, there's a lot that goes yeah. into it <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just need to watch like a couple dozen videos of like, this is offsides. This is not offsides. <laughs> this is, this is not. And this then maybe is. that would drill it into my brain. But. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I was sitting on the side, like, like on the sidelines, mm -hmm. I feel like I would probably be able to catch it. Like whenever I'm watching Premier League, because I'm watching it on TV, mm -hmm. so you're seeing the pain is like from the side. Mm -hmm. I think I can usually catch it then. But mm -hmm. if I'm sitting on the end, I'm not gonna catch it. 
yeah. <laughs> ever. So got all of the wrong angles. All of the wrong angles. Yeah. So bit like a Picasso. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Are there any other questions uh, aside from offsides? Or did it seem pretty like I mean I'm sure I would have them if I had thought to write anything down. Yeah. But also, also one they've match. all fallen out of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once I'm actually watching another match, I will have a thousand questions, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you planning on going to more of them? I mean, I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah. That's... But we'll see how it goes, especially uh, since we'll be, knock on wood, living in the city soon. So That's great. <laughs>
Oh, we know how much they weigh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. In kilograms. All their stats. Yeah. Yeah. All their stats. All of their stats. And their ages. Mm-hmm. Is this their birthday? Yeah, it's their birthday. <laughs> what? And then their position, I'm assuming, yeah. based on the highlighted portion of the field. Okay. Okay, so do you want to start with ones that you know how to pronounce? <laughs> or that you think you can pronounce? I can <laughs> pronounce the... Well, I think I can pronounce the guy from England, um, Phil Foden. Okay. And then I have someone from Belgium, Axel Witzel. Okay. I apologize if that's wrong and feel free to correct me. Um, and then I have someone from Senegal, Idrissa Gueye, G-U-E-Y-E. Um and then the last two, we have Serbia and Poland, and I, I'm i not even going to try because it really is. It's like Philip. Let me see Serbia guy. Nope. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I feel bad in um, I know. <laughs> mispronouncing somebody's name, but I... There are a couple players, and unfortunately, we did a, a reveal, so I can't like Google it, but <laughs> it's no problem. What okay. do you? Who do you have? I have uh, Jude Bellingham from England. Okay. I've got Chul Hong from Korea. Mm. I've got Hans Vonneken from Belgium. I've got Wales, the team. It's literally just a stupid The entire team. team. Okay. Yeah, it's the entire team. <laughs> just follow their entire team. And go. then I've got the Serbian guy that I'm going to struggle with. I'm going to give it a try anyway, which is Predrag Rajkovic, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And that that's, seems that's pretty close for the last name. That's yeah. True. Yeah. No, that's definitely. That seems close. Okay. So what do we want to do with these? <laughs> well, what we could do is we could, like, draw one and then follow them or we could just pick one and then we could follow them uh throughout the year i don't know okay i have a suggestion what's your suggestion because um in the last episode of the podcast that i listened to you guys drafted your uh fantasy teams yeah maybe pick one of them to like trade for or something i don't know how that works with fantasy soccer but (laughs) we have to do it we have to figure out if any of them are on, are on EPL teams. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right, because it was just Premier League, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. We well, maybe look. that won't work. Well, in <laughs> England. Yeah, yes. I bet this. I bet this Jude Bellingham guy is actually playing. Yeah. Phil Foden. I bet I could find him. That's a good way to go. Okay, so we're gonna put a pin in this. We're yeah. gonna look these people up, figure out who they play for, and then next time we'll give you an update about um, what we've decided to do with our little stickers. We're gonna we're gonna start trading these with people. <laughs> I know who like you Pokemon. want. <laughs> I know who you want. You guys know who I'm looking for. Who are we looking for, Christina? Well, I don't know. Are we on the same page here? Korean <laughs> team? Yeah. Okay. Sun. Yeah. You're looking for Sun. Of course you are. His mask is off. Okay. His mask is now off. He's been wearing that mask for the last like three months and he just posted a picture and he was like the mask is off and it was was adorable (laughs) i hope we can find him for you so this is a call out to anyone who might be listening to this if you've got sun uh from korea as one of your 
panini sticker cards christina would love to have it i will trade you and i will give <laughs> you to anybody you can have them all you can have them all you can't have them all you can have the two people i can't pronounce <laughs> <laughs> those are your people now unless you can tell her how to pronounce them yes <laughs> exactly then you can only have one of them i'm gonna google search them <laughs> after this yeah since the last time we recorded, St. Louis City SC has acquired a new player, Nabulo Blom. And uh, I've noticed, um, particularly in the Facebook group, that there's been an overwhelming amount of support um, from, from his, you know, his fan base um, back home. And uh, it's been pretty cool to see. I, I think he is going to be a great addition to the team. Um, I don't know. Does what what does he play? He is a midfielder. Okay. Um, yeah, a central mid midfielder. Um, it seems like he's pretty young. Uh, he doesn't have an extensive, like, professional history as far as I could see, but – from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing in the comments, he has a pretty substantial fan base. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I had I had seen that like um, people on Twitter were commenting that they had a lot of South African followers now once he was signed, or that they were getting traffic from South Africa because of him. Mm -hmm. um, people who are you know associated with City SC. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And the comments in the Facebook groups have been great because it's been like people who are, for the most part, um, mm -hmm. big fans of him, big fans of the Kaiser Chiefs who are now like, I'm going to follow St. Louis City SC now. They're going to be my, they're going to be something that I watch because of him. And it's like, that's great. That feels good. But Christina, you had a different um, comment that you saw, right? Oh, yeah. No, there just seemed to be an individual that was commenting on everyone, like replying to everybody else's comments. And they were saying things like, oh, he's moving to like the old man's like team or the old man's like MLS <laughs> or whatever, like basically saying like it's kind of downgrading for him to be an MLS. And I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've only seen like positive stuff and honestly like it kind of like it just made me feel really good about um him coming to our team just like seeing that kind of support was really cool for yeah. me um and then I look forward to having you know more international support as we acquire you know more players internationally and um that's pretty cool but they were saying that he his talent is so significant that he might just go straight to the, you know, the Premier League or to, you know, more um, established. established teams. And, I mean, I don't really know that anybody here is, is like, okay, that sucks. You know, like we, <laughs> yeah. our goal is we want people to be successful. You know, we're not trying to gate, like, hold people here. Yeah. We want people to move forward and, and advance. And so I, yeah, that's just people talking, I think, but there was just a lot, there was a lot going on in the comment section. Um, 
on on Twitter and Facebook. Now, this may just be my uh, ignorance to the social media presence of St. Louis City, but why would we, anybody think we're the old man's team? <laughs> like, we're literally a brand new team. Like, well, I don't, it's I'm not like, our team specifically. It's the it's oh, MLS, just like the MLS. Like oh, going, okay. Because there are different, there are different like hierarchies in soccer. So there's like USL. Oh, that's right. And then there's MLS and there's Premier League and there's all these different leagues and um, levels of, I guess, like, I don't know. They're all professional, but mm -hmm. it's, you know, different. And I think a lot of that comes from Messi. Like Lionel Messi mm -hmm. is a player. He played for the team that won the World Cup, Argentina. Oh, and right. he also played for Manchester City. And he's essentially, like, he's had – pretty long run mm -hmm. in the league and he um had mentioned or there was some circulation about him going to MLS mm -hmm. and it's like MLS is not where people come to like retire their <laughs> soccer careers but like I think there was some narrative being spun about that because mm -hmm. he was saying like I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go from all of this mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna go to MLS and it's like I don't know if that's where that was coming from, but that that's where I went to initially. Okay. I don't think that's the general perception. I don't know. What do you think? So I was also going to add in our, one of our least favorite players is, was thought of maybe doing the same thing for sporting KC. And that was Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> um, but Saudi Arabia gave oh. him a palace. Yes. And that was the funniest thing that I read about that was they were saying that the you know the negotiations were really close like with sporting kc mm -hmm. kansas city missouri mm -hmm. and saudi arabia and then saudi arabia gives him like a palace and we're like how close were these negotiations if they gave him a palace and like so many cars it's like i don't think it was that close but anyway yeah saudi arabia is on a whole other level yeah I, I used to <laughs> work with a lot of saudi guys and it was interesting yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of Ooh. money a lot of money there a lot of money a lot of money but yes Christian i think i think that's a reason another reason for us to hate sporting kc though because they considered <laughs> yes. a guy who has a lot of rape allegations against him you know oh, fun wow. times oh didn't know yeah. that fun times yeah anyway and he basically admitted to it too. I mean, he was just like, it happened, but I'm so good looking that it doesn't matter. Oh, um, and then he cried and sat on the bench during the World Cup, which was amusing and sad. You just wanted to drink up his tears, didn't you? I sure did. <laughs> I'm so sad for him. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that was um that was entertaining. <laughs> um and it was it was just it made me more excited for the season to start. Um having new players coming in and having international support and enthusiasm mm -hmm. is, you know, something I'm, I'm excited about. Yeah. I'd imagine building a fan base is pretty hard for a new team. So yeah. Yeah. Speaking of stuff that's going on in the St. Louis city SC Facebook groups. Uh, I know that we saw something the other day that we wanted to address in regards to um, a certain graphic design that was put up in mm -hmm. one of the groups. Christina, would you like to tell us what happened and how it unfolded? <laughs> yes. So we're mentioning this for several reasons, but we're going to start with giving you like, 
we're going to set it up. So um, I guess recently someone had created um, like they took part of the crest from the Chelsea FC logo and they spliced it with the St. Louis city crest. And I guess people were using it. Like if you're a Chelsea supporter and, (laughs) and you are um, like, maybe you're just using it as wallpaper or something on your, on your phone. And so someone made one for Liverpool and posted it to the group. And it seemed like, and I know that, for Premier League, um, there's in in any league, you know, if there's a rivalry or someone supports a team that you don't support, there is like this uh, relationship where you kind of like neg, like you know, yeah, <laughs> like that's it's fun. But the way it came off for me was this person was just trying to like create art like the person did before and was just getting a lot of backlash about the art and not about being a Liverpool supporter and me being a closet Liverpool sort of supporter um not really but I <laughs> they don't I, have taking, taking that yeah they don't have sun but taking that and putting that aside it, it it kind of brought up this conversation about I don't know just the way that a lot of soccer people in the soccer world, like how we relate with each other. And there's like, I don't know. Help me out here, Anna Maria. Words well, are leaving me. I think, I think the problem for me is people were getting on to him for something that they could have just scrolled past. It yes. wasn't, it wasn't harmful or offensive. It's something that needed to be addressed. If you didn't like it, if you weren't a Liverpool fan, if you didn't think the art was very good, which honestly, I saw it. I thought it looked fine. It's just splicing two images together. It's not like it's someone making something totally original, you know? Yeah. Like, why not just scroll past? Why do you need to leave a nasty comment? There's no reason to do that. Right. And it's not like it was for like a flag or something that was, you know, for marketing. It was literally just for you to use as the background on your phone, like your own personal phone. I just didn't think that it necessarily needed that much attention negative attention you could have just like you said scrolled past it and it could have just been over I mean it it just didn't make sense to me and the other thing is is that some people were saying that it was offensive because of like it was like desecrating our logo and I'm sorry in my opinion okay in my personal (laughs) my personal opinion I'm not speaking for anybody else but like come on like it's not like our crest our team it's not like a religious like affiliate like it's not a holy relic it's not a holy relic (laughs) it is our logo it is important like we don't want to trash it obviously but it's not like sacrilegious to create some you know art that's like it's just I don't understand. So are you going to issue a weird thing? Are you going to issue a public non-apology for your views on this? Because it kind of sounds like you're getting to that point. <laughs> yes, I mean, I I will issue a. I do not want to apologize for saying that you can do whatever the hell you want with our logo, as long as it doesn't violate, I guess, corporate or trademark policies. Which I don't even know what that would look like, but. 
just don't and don't do things that are nasty and derogatory but like yeah just don't be mean to somebody who wants to make a neat logo yeah like lord you want to make a logo (laughs) with your premier league team regardless of whether they're good or not like do it i'm all for it like just let people be happy like that's what i'm also here for like let people be happy let people enjoy things like you're not gonna live like we only have like another 50 60 years some less, some more. So just let people be happy. Yeah. And if you don't like it, keep moving. Yeah. So yeah. that's my public <laughs> non-apology. A recent little piece of drama has come up in the soccer world um, relating to the U.S. men's national team. And uh, we're going to we're gonna dive right into it. Um, we... Basically, the the scenario is or captures the essence of American sports, where something doesn't, uh, you know, go right with the coach and a player, and you get some mama bear action. Okay, you got a mama coming in and defending her cub, and that is what happened <laughs> <laughs> with. Reina. Um, and so here's what happened. I'm going to explain this like, um, what's that TV show where they talk about drawing? It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, I just want to say real quick, you guys have been teasing this all night and I'm very excited to hear the story. Oh, <laughs> yes. So a lot of, I just want to start off by saying that a lot of what I uh, know about this came from a page that Anna Maria and I followed throughout the World Cup, the MLS memes um, group. It's a Facebook group. And it has been my comfort and my joy for the past four months, three months, whatever, however long the World Cup has gone on for. But um, they just posted memes throughout the World Cup and it was awesome. And so Recently, uh, the scandal came out that um, our coach, Greg, um, had there was some domestic violence allegations toward him. And it's not something that happened recently. It's something that happened years ago. 30 years ago. 30 years ago, to be exact. So basically, during the World Cup, um, Greg had had made some statements about Reyna. I don't know, based on what I read, if he said actually said his name, but he did mention that there was a player that they had considered sending home. Like there was a lot of, I don't know, a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And so he had mentioned that, um, on, on a few occasions and then all of a sudden like and you can fill in some of the blanks there if I'm leaving any but um his mom Raina the player's mom uh they were friends with Greg or his and his wife mm-hmm. um in college and they had witnessed have they witnessed it or they heard? No, they had heard about it because heard about at it. the time, what what had happened was they got into 
he and his wife before they were married, mm-hmm. but when they were like just seeing each other, mm-hmm. it sounds like the coach and his wife, the coach, Greg okay. and his wife, Ro- Rosalind, mm-hmm. okay. um, they were seeing each other okay. and they got into an argument and he kicked her during the argument outside of a yeah, bar. bar. He had been drinking. She had been drinking. That's what it sounded like at least. And yeah. it was like, it was like, it was a thing that went wrong. Should never have happened. Yeah. What he did because he was friends with other people is he basically told his close friends at the time, mm-hmm. hey, this happened. I'm mm-hmm. going to therapy. I'm doing all mm-hmm. these steps to correct it. And they ended up cool. getting back together like seven months later. And then okay. now they're married with kids. Like, okay. So it's right. it's something that happened way in the past mm-hmm. that has been resolved by the parties that were present. Yeah. Still should have never happened. Sure. Right. But they knew about this incident because of the proximity to the other couple at right. the time. Okay. Right. Yeah. So then they the parents, mm-hmm. Raina's parents were like, we have some information that could basically take you down. Okay. Like, and basically dangled it in front of him. Sure. For a little while. And then, and then they exposed Hot it. Black me. Yeah. Basically. Basically. And it was all, all because of, of how he, you know, the things he said about their son and, and his time in the world cup mm-hmm. and yeah like not me, getting playing like time. not getting the playing time and it's just like america <laughs> <laughs> like that is like, youth sports in america yeah, yeah. Sports in america yeah you know, apparently it goes past youth sports you don't get yeah someone doesn't put your your son or your daughter in and you gotta just take just gotta their entire life. career down and and bring up stuff from 30 years ago but that is that is what happened wow. and people are all over the place with it because right. like Anna maria said i mean it shouldn't have ever happened but it again it was also resolved so it's like is it something that's supposed to completely like destroy his career and then some people were like, well, it's good because we don't like him anyway. Well, <laughs> as a coach. That's as neither coach. here nor there, I believe. At this yeah. Point. <laughs> that's not really the that's not really what we're we're talking about yeah. anyway. Um, it's more so of like this, like how do we how do we handle this? Because yeah. if this is the case, then like people are just gonna keep doing this because that's how we handle things here. Is like <laughs> Our parents come in, they swoop in, and they make it right. Mama there. Mama there. <laughs> it's just like, it's not like, I don't know. But I don't know anything more than I've just heard about this scenario. But, like, if it's a thing that, it's not like it. they were trying to hide something horrible that happened. It was a bad thing that happened. Yeah. But yeah. it was addressed in, like, right. What, it's like when why? you get a public position, you <laughs> just don't just why? immediately start listing all the things yeah, I don't, that you've ever done. So it's not like he was hiding it, but right. But it's also not something that like you know was posted to social media. Like there was a way like to to find it. It was only brought to light because yeah. the people involved got are... mad that their kid didn't get to play. <laughs> so yeah. weird. It's so interesting. <laughs> I've been watching this and just gleefully, gleefully chuckling. I can't help myself. I mean, I coach youth sports and I, fortunately I have an individual sport. So it's not, it's not like a, I, I do fencing. So it's not like it's a big deal 
for like playtime. That's not like a thing that I deal with. And I'm also very fortunate that the parents that I have with the kids that I coach have all been rock stars. So this is not something that I've really run into yet, but I've, I've heard from other people, even within our sport, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, parents will be like, well, you treat so-and-so like this and you treat us like this and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, normally it's, there's nothing there. And it's just the parents thinking that they're owed more than what they're right. getting, you know, yeah. for their kid. A special yeah. angel needs to be doing better or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Needs to be getting more playtime or getting to do, yeah, perform better. Yep. Get more special treatment one-on-one time. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, there's the answer to the problem. Just swoop in. Yep. And Mama Barrett. And Mama Barrett. That's <laughs> the only way to get things done. Is Apparently. In, in sports. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just have to feel for Reyna, like, as a player. Because, yeah. Because, like, can you just imagine, like, you're working at your job. Like, you're a professional and you're working your job, and, like, your coworker slights you, or they don't let you, like, be a project manager on this project or whatever, and your mom just calls your job. <laughs> I've done some research. I've looked you up on the Better Business Bureau, and I have some, I have some dirt. <laughs> I will end you. I'm just, I'm just. How I'm... long are you going to have that job? Like, who's going to want to, who's going to want to work with you if, I'm just, I'm just imagining my mom like somehow figuring out how to call into one of my one-on-ones with my boss. <laughs> like my mom would never do this, but that's just what I'm picturing. Like that, I can't even, I would quit my job. I think yeah. if that happened, like I can't imagine what that oh, player's yeah. going through. Like that sucks. It really, <laughs> it has to suck. I mean, I don't really know. I haven't read up to see like if he's said anything about it himself, but it's just, I don't know. And then it just also exposes that part of, you know, how things work. You know, you because Claudio was even able, Reina's dad was able to text the manager of the team and like say, hey, this is not right. Like this shouldn't be happening. My son should get more playtime. And it's like, I don't know, just brings to light that it is. Like, it is a sport, and, you know, it's fun to watch, but there are also a lot of politics going on in the background and things we don't see, and decisions are made because of people having, you know, being in some level of power, getting to say why these things are happening. And apparently some soccer moms don't change as they get older. (laughs) And they don't change. They don't change. All right. Thank you, Jess, for joining our show. Um, If you are a member of the Tottenham Hotspurs Facebook fan group, uh, this is your last chance to add me before I form a rival (laughs) Facebook group. And um, anyway, if you would like to reach us, uh, you can send us an email or you can reach out to us through social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.